Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Taking you behind the curtain, it's the Joan Hamburg Show. Talk Radio 77 WABC. I'm really happy to introduce all of you to a wonderful actor and performer. I'm sure you've seen him work and you certainly have heard about his latest venture, Anthony Rapp in the Broadway, off-Broadway premiere of Rent. And Without You is what it's called. And it's an extraordinary happening because not only does Anthony bring the character of Mark Cohn in Rent, but he also talks about the show, which is at New World Stages, And this is based on his memoir of the same name. And the audience is really involved. And Anthony, were you yourself surprised with the book and now with the play, the audience reaction to it and how Rent was such a vital part of their lives, even today? Um, I honestly was surprised, Joan, with the, when the book came out that it was uh, as well received because you know memoirs are so personal, and when when stories are that personal, it's you hope that they reach people and that there's a sort of sense of it being universal, and it turned out to be that way. That's why I wrote it, um, trying to talk about loss in a way that could be accessible and that people, if they had experienced losses themselves, might be able to identify with it. Um, and then, yeah, the, the response from the audiences has been really incredible. And I do know that rent over the years has has meant so much to people. And uh, that is still the case. It's thrilling to me that Jonathan Larson, who sadly passed away when he was only 35 years old, right before rent premiered, um, never got he never got to live to see the success. But it, it is very meaningful that it has had its success and that his legacy lives on. No, that that's for sure. And you yourself went through your own loss at that time. I mean, it's it's unbelievable, the whole story. By the way, this show is performed with a five-piece band. So even though it's a one-person show, there's music and there's everything. And it it all started when you did a workshop of Rent many years ago. And and then, of course, you lost Jonathan Larson. Your mother had been ill with cancer. So you dealt with events that were literally life-changing at this point and used your own experience and your own gifts with music to tell us the story and remind us about all the lessons that we get from Rent. And... I loved the part when you were being interviewed at one time and your mother, who had been so ill, was in your audience when you did it. And you could see her and almost focus on her sitting there. Yeah, the way that the lights were in Rent, we could really see deeply into the audience. Um, And 
she was ill, but she was well enough to come to our Broadway opening night. And uh, it is one of the most precious memories of my life that I can, in my mind's eye, see her in the front row of the mezzanine, just looking down at the show. And because in Rent, we sang directly to the audience so much, I could just sing to her directly. Um, it was, it, 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 it's something that I carry with me to this day, uh, and, and it brings me tremendous comfort. She was really, you know, she was a nurse. She wasn't in the arts herself, but she was a tremendous lover of the arts, and she was a huge supporter of mine as an actor. I've been acting since I was a little kid. So to have it culminate in this wonderfully successful and beautifully received show, Rent, that she was able to be there for opening night on Broadway, which was, you know, the epitome of my of my acting career at that point. Um, it, it was really extraordinary. Right. And the whole experience is extraordinary. And you had mentioned when everyone, of course, says, you know, what is it about Rent that has enabled it? What, over 25 years ago when it started off Broadway? And it never disappeared. It's always there. I still remember it all those years ago, going to see Rent and like almost stunned at the impact that it had on the audience. It became such a personal show. And you were saying that you think one of the reasons that Rent touches people so much of all ages whether they've seen it then and are seeing it now or never saw it before, is about truth, that yeah. you believe that Jonathan Larson understood how to tell truth about human experience. Yeah, and I think that, you know, at the time, certainly, I think it's there have been other musicals since Rent that, that I think uh, do what Jonathan did, which was hold a mirror up to the current personal experiences of people as we live in the world before then so many musicals were really kind of fantastical and you know or about ancient history uh other people other places rent was about people living in this city at that time um so he was telling the truth about lived experience that people could go to the theater and have it reflected back at them in a way they weren't necessarily expecting especially in musical theater um, and then he told the truth. I mean, he stood on the shoulders of La Boheme, the opera that Rent is based on, telling the truth about what it's like to lose people, young people facing a crisis, you know, the AIDS crisis for Rent. It was it was consumption for La Boheme. But he told the truth about that and what it, what, how these experiences can either bring a community of people together or tear them apart. Um, so those are the kinds of truths that I think Jonathan told. And I think that is what people carry with them. And, it, you know, people use the phrase that rent changed their life. And that's not necessarily a phrase that people say you just sort of throw around just, you know, casually. <laughs> um, and no, I think but it's, because, you it, know, yeah. Also, as an artist and an actor, it changed your life. I mean, you went through many layers of experience with this show. Yes. Yes. It, 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 it changed my life materially, certainly. But it also... There was something life-changing about, you know, uh, having success from from something that I 100% believed in. There's such an affirming, powerful experience of validation, like a deep kind of validation. You know, these these beliefs that I have that art can elevate and illuminate and touch people and change people's lives. That's something I've always believed. That, so then to have the show 
be recognized for that, that kind of solidifies a core belief in myself. That's, that in and of itself is life-changing. Which is really interesting because one of the things I kept thinking of with all that you went through, how did this art, this piece of art, this communication, this show, give you the tools to get through terrible loss? Well, I mean, the night that Jonathan died, we performed the show for his friends and family. And in the text of the show, it was like we were, it was like Jonathan had written his own memorial. He gave, in a way, it was like he gave us uh, tools to process the loss of him. And then then that absolutely uh, folded over into my experience of of the longer goodbye of my mother. yeah, the, the the ability, you know, the, there's something about Rent that people, the char- the characters continue to live fully, even and and not deny the 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 sadness, not deny the grief, but but not let it stop them from continuing to live every day to the fullest. So having that to remind me every day as I was going through my own very personal loss was also incredibly empowering and as well as being uh, an avenue to express the the sadness. So I, I felt like I was fortunate. You know, if I'd been doing some other show, like, I don't know, some crazy musical comedy, I probably would have felt very differently, you know, going through the loss of my mom. But the fact that I had this show that dealt specifically with these subjects helped, was very helpful. Right. And Jonathan, the family is still involved in all this as well as, you know, your friends and family. Were you concerned when predicated on other things that you've done, you brought this off Broadway? Did you ever question whether or not the audience was ready to take it again? Um. I mean, I, I I am aware that the show does have some pretty sad moments and tough moments of like just, you know, this is what it's like to lose your mom. And um, I'm aware, I you know, there's a part of me that wonders if people, I, I could understand if that might be too much for some people sometimes. But at the, on the other hand, uh, I did this show in Toronto several years ago, and there was a young man who came up to me after the show, and he said his mother had died the day before. And I was like, oh, my goodness, I hope that this wasn't too much for you. And he said, actually, this was very, very helpful. So I don't know if I understand, you know, these things are difficult to confront, you know, these these powerful losses. At the same time, I do believe that the show does provide an avenue for people to have a sense of processing through it or some kind of catharsis. And um, that's very meaningful to me. Well, And the story, again, Jonathan Larson, this brilliant young writer who, like many people in the arts, really had a struggle to bring his work and his thoughts and his experience to to come to pass. But he did. And ironically, he died. Wasn't it the day before you were about to open? Yeah, we, it was the, after the dress rehearsal at the New York Theater Workshop where the show had been in rehearsal for a few weeks. We had our dress rehearsal. He hadn't been feeling well, but we just thought, you know, it was exhaustion. Um, right. And and he went home that night in the middle of the night around 2 a.m., and he collapsed on his kitchen floor and died, and his roommate found him. It was this oh. terrible event. He was 35, just shy of his 36th birthday. Um, and, yeah, so it was right before previews. 
Um, and we, you know, during previews, you continue to work on the show. You keep, you know, making cuts and changes. And he was, he was so at the peak of his powers. He may very well have written a, a new song. I mean, we just don't know. But we, we did our utmost to keep going and trying to make the changes that we believe he would have stood behind um, and continue to try to make the show the best it could be, all while, you know, processing our grief and shock at this very sudden, terrible loss. Um, and but again, when he... Yeah, he'd, yeah, he'd written this material that kind of helped us, too. And I still remember, before it went up, that... People, because he got a lot of press because Jonathan passed away. And I remember people saying, well, you're not, you're going to think this is ridiculous. It's a crazy kind of opera about these nutty kids downtown. There's drag queens in it. There's everything but the kitchen sink. And then suddenly magic came. It opened and that was it. And yeah. all these years, right? Still magic. Yeah. I mean, I do believe that's that power. You know, he music also communicates on a whole other level. He wrote beautiful music that, you know, people, when you say people of all ages, I mean, I've spoken to so many people over the years whose very small children, when they hear, you know, their parents were playing the music, the kids, these very small kids completely gravitated to the music. And when I remember early on, downtown at New York Theater Workshop coming out and there were older audience members that we wouldn't necessarily predicted would have responded to our show who waited to speak to us afterwards because they were very moved by it. It made them think of their children and grandchildren. So it does span generations and it had that even before it became this huge international you know, success. It was like very early on that people were having this powerful, powerful response to it. It must be an interesting experience, too, for you, Anthony, to be surrounded by these people, you know, whom you had lost. And they're with you every night you're doing this show, including your own mother. You know, the vision of seeing her there and being able to take it all in, all those gifts, and you can relive them doing this. Do you ever feel like that? I feel profoundly like that. Yeah, I I feel you know I'm actually speaking to her in the show, and I'm I'm you know I'm it's when I when I, I I play her, I don't try to like totally imitate her, but I try to evoke her rhythm, her sort of way of being, and yeah, I get to I get to have com- continuing conversations with her, and the gifts she gave me as a mother in terms of the amount of support and love and. Uh, empowerment that she gave me i get to kind of yeah live in that and it's very very present for me in this very moment um so yeah i'm i'm grateful for that i get to and i get to share aspects of jonathan larson that maybe some people aren't as aware of and i get to you know i get to stand on his shoulders um carry on his legacy Uh, he's made such a profound difference in my life and i hope that i can you know by doing this honor that difference and and return the favor to some degree Right, and we're still talking about years ago, so that when you came out years and years ago to your family and your mom, did they accept you? Yeah, my mom, you know, it was, she did accept. She was mostly concerned. She was a nurse, so she was Mm -hmm. very, very plugged into what was happening with HIV and AIDS. 
So that was her primary concern, and she expressed that concern, and she was very, you know, uh, insistent on me being safe, which I always endeavored to be. Um, and, you know, as, an, as a child actor, I'd worked with actors and stage managers who'd been ill with HIV or AIDS and had passed away. So that was primarily what was on her mind. She was concerned for my safety and well-being. And, you know, and uh, but it was not, you know, it was not a lack of acceptance, certainly not on the level of many people experienced, especially then and still now to some degree. Um, but, yeah, thank you know, one of the wonderful gifts of the time that we spent together before she passed away was we really came through the other side of all of that. Any, any sense of discomfort or worry really um, was, uh, was brought to another side. And we had, we were, we were really becoming adult friends and that, you know, that's one of the things that I miss the most as the years have gone on since she's been gone is how much more, we would have been able to share as adults, which is a, a different kind of relationship that adults mm. have with their parents right. than you do as a child. Right. And it's it's sad and it's whatever. It's a lot of different factors come together. I'm talking to Anthony Rapp and we're talking about his new one-man show, Without You, and it looks at Anthony's life and the changes in his life and the successes of one of the great rock musicals of all time, Rent. And it's if you've never seen it, it's really important to see. It's changed so many people's lives, and it's changed musical theater in many ways, too. So I'm very excited for you. Congratulations. Are you, you working so on more or no time at all when you're doing this? <laughs> no time at all right now. I also have an 11-week-old son, Oh, yeah. Tell um, so, me about the baby. Yeah. Um, uh, my partner, Ken, and I um, worked with a wonderful surrogate uh, and a wonderful egg donor. Um, and we had our son, Rye, in December of last year. And he's 11 weeks old now. I, we had He was born on December 2nd. I started rehearsal for Without You on January 2nd. Oh, my gosh. So, uh, Were you scared? Um, I was I was certainly a little scared of, of that time, you know, especially early in rehearsal. There's many, many hours where I was out of the house. We have had help from Ken's very best friend. She was able to stay with us during the tech rehearsals and things like that. But um, he's, knock on wood, uh, sleeping through Great. the night. So, um, <laughs> and he's growing like a weed, and he's really wonderful. I'm excited for you, and you know how thrilled your mom would be. Yes. She would be. So, she wanted to be a grandmother very badly. Of course. Well, wishing you all good things. And thank you I look so much to talking to you again. And don't forget, guys, you can see it's a very important show for you to see. If you've seen Rent, if you haven't seen Rent, this could be life changing for you too. I'm Joan Hamburg, and you're listening to WABC, and we have lots more ahead. Taking you behind the curtain, it's the Joan Hamburg Show. Talk Radio 77 WABC.